It's time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. It's articles of news. It's our big general conference prediction weekend uh, episode show. It's uh, Brother Kyle and uh, Mr. Mayor himself. It's three middle-aged white dudes talking about Mormon stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Shocking. Yeah. I got to do better about balancing it out. But, gentlemen, uh, that is not to say that I'm not grateful for having you here as we navigate the latest in news, uh, that being from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We also talk a little bit about what's going on with each of us individually. Uh, I will use this as an opportunity to give you a content warning. I am going to say a swear in what's going on, uh, what what recently went on with me. Uh, it really? Is, yeah, it is a title. It, it is a title of a book uh, oh. that I will be telling you, and it is it is a swear. So if you have the young ears, we're going to hear about the latest from Kyle, which is what every email to contact at theculturalhall.com has been a- about in the last uh, week since we have our last articles of news. Uh, where Kyle said, hey, I may not make it to the next Articles of News uh, and people wanting to weigh in there. I should also mention, brought to you by Utah Taste Off. Find them on Instagram and follow them at Utah Taste Off. It's delicious. I used to say food porn, but that that to me makes me feel a little uncomfortable anymore. So it's delicious food yeah. pictures at it's Utah this, Taste Off. swimsuit issue of food. Ah, there we go. I like that. The swims- It's the Victoria's Secrets of food uh, Instagrams. Okay. Uh, so a swear coming up in mine, but Kyle, let us wait. Maybe no a longer. swear coming up in mine if you want to hear about one of my favorite TV shows. Uh, hey, if we're all swearing, I'll come up with a swear word to say. <laughs> <laughs> Not gratuitous, mine. Mine, you ha- you have to hear it. I guess you don't have to hear it, but I'm going to choose to tell you it so that it can give you context for for what happened. So, brother Kyle, I ask you sincerely and on behalf of everyone who listens to the Cultural Hall, both lifers. And converts, how are you? We're not going to talk about it today. Okay. No no news? Is no news good news, or you just don't want to talk about it? Just don't want to talk about it. Okay. okay. Another day, we will. And people can look forward to the opportunity where you will talk about it. You've always been super open about it, but, I mean, you're here with us, which means a yeah, couple of things. That's good. I mean, you're, you're able to, to, to still speak with us, and you can see us. Although I don't know if you know this or not, there's no lights on at your house, uh, so yeah, I know. you can use you can see that there's no lights on. Yeah, of course I know there's no lights on. It's okay. because it's you know how much it costs to run a light. <laughs> not, I don't have that kind of money. Not much. Get yourself an LED I, light. You can run that I, light all day. <clears throat> oh, he can't do Zoom, internet, and lights all at the same time. He's got to choose something. Yeah. What do you want to flip the breaker? I spent all my money on my Christmas present or on my birthday present. So now I'm broke. Was that your MRI? No, <laughs> haven't paid for that yet. Yeah. What'd you get? What did you no. get? Do I know what you got? Yes. The Fiero. I bought myself a 1988 Pontiac Fiero. That's right. Now so- there are three, three types of people right now. One is going, now what is that? Uh-huh. <laughs> the next group is going, Oh no, you didn't. And then there's one out of like 50 that are going cool, <laughs> but it, it's a car that was built for four or five years in the mid eighties, I think 84 to 88 and is famous for blowing up <laughs> when, as you drive it, just spontaneously bursting into flames. Not a joke. This is why they stopped making it. It's I have a, a small story. Two- oh, do you? I do. So in high school, my buddy Greg had a Fiero 
and we all went out we were supposed to go out to like rural town hooper which is about a half hour 45 minutes north uh west of um ogden and we're all out there for a big high school activity and i was cleaning up at, and there was no one left it, the only people left and I, my ride left and so it was me my buddy casey and greg and casey and i are both very large people even in high school and the only way to get home was to ride in the fiero which is a two-seater so what it ended up being was greg driving casey and it's a small the, two-seater small two-seater it is a casey, tiny car casey in the seat and me curled up on the floor with Casey's legs over the top of me for 45 minutes to get back home. At the end of that ride, that was when Andrew felt a little closer to Casey. Casey and I are best friends. <laughs> tell, tell you what, if you come to Utah, Andrew, because uh, Kyle and I both live here in Utah, if you come to Utah... We will make Kyle take us for a ride in his Fiero. Yes. And you can put your legs exactly, around, and I'll sit on the floor. <laughs> yes. That's, I totally want to do that. Okay. I and will be coming this summer. So we almost had a date locked in, and we'll probably be right just before the 4th of July. So we will be coming. We're I'm all vaccinated. I got stuck once. We'll get stuck again soon, and I'll be able to come to Utah. Nice. How do you like driving that thing around, Kyle? Uh, I've driven it once. I will drive it later today. I just got plates for it, waiting for my personalized plates to come. What does your personalized uh, plate say? It says new order. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it's Good a, for you. Good for it's you. It's a band for, I'm, I'm just living out my midlife crisis. It, so it's, if you're living out your midlife cri life crisis, you're either going to run uh, an eight track, well, not an eight track, you'd be running a cassette tape or an early CD player, single CD player in there. It, it has right now an updated radio, which I'm pulling out and I'm hunting right now online to find the original tape player that comes yes. in that car. Nice, nice. That way you could be driving down the road and all of a sudden the tape goes and you pull it out and like big long strings come yeah. out of there. And, and, but it's, it, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I, I know it's not the same car, but what I would really like you to do is I'd like to get have you get an audio recording that you put in your car and you fire it up and you start down on either, you know, I-15, the major freeway next to your house, or Legacy, a, a basically major freeway next to your house, and it just starts up, da-da, 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 da-da. Do you recognize it? Maybe it's a no, TV show. It's Night Night Rider. I know that was oh, a night, okay. I, I know that was a Corvette. Yeah. In fact, I insist on it. In fact, let's revamp what we said. Andrew on the floor, me with my legs over Andrew, you driving, <laughs> which by the way, the Fiero is the only car that Kyle looks like an average sized person in, by the way. Yeah. And so I got it. And then and then we fire up uh, a little bit of that on the stereo. Oh, all right. So excited. So excited. What color is it? Oh, it's red. <laughs> it's red, baby. Yeah. It's all original. The wheels are the original wheels. Uh, the guy gave me a bunch of parts with it. 79,000 miles. Wow. Yeah. That's not bad. That's, yeah, pre because, that's pretty Because impressive. nobody dares drive it very far because they don't <laughs> want to catch on fire. So, so... Andrew and I just now have to pray and hope that we'll be able to make it to July. Um, now to, I'm really excited. Yeah. My trip even got just got that much better. And Kyle, because <laughs> we know, talking about your health, that in, that in fact you may not be there 
uh, by come July. I want you to know that if, in fact, you pass, this whole thing will occur, only we'll put Andrew on the driver's side down on the ground by the pedals, and he'll use it with his hands. Break! Gas! 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 We'll do this without you. Well, I, ho- I hope you get feeling better. Are you down about it? Uh, about my Fiero? Uh, no, 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 about your life. Yeah, we're not going to talk about okay, it. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, I, I only will say, and then we'll leave it alone, because I know you don't want to talk about it, because you've said, I don't want to talk about it two times now. Uh, uh, if you find yourself in a position where you need to talk to someone or that you think that it would be better that you not be around, please reach out to me day or night, whatever it is. I, I lost a friend who took his life by suicide this last week, and it was real crummy. I don't think that that would be you. I don't want to throw that. Be the case. I don't want to nope. throw that out there. But if if you or really anyone is ever in a position, I hope that you will find someone to reach out to. And if you don't have someone else, I hope that I could be that person to reach out to. Whew. Okay, uh, Mr. Mayor, what's up with you? I you know what? I got stuck last week and I got sick because of it. The yeah. vaccine, vaccine, the first shot, and everyone says you don't get sick on the first first one. Not me. Totally got yeah. sick. Uh, Thirty six hours, and then and then it just turned off like. Nothing ever happened. So, huh. but I'm looking forward to the second shot. Figuring I'm going to get sick again. Which one did you get? Pfizer. Hmm. Now that's that's what I got. Had you had the virus? Mm-mm. Suspicion that maybe you'd had the virus. There was, but I had been tested multiple times and so no antibodies, not, so it was for sure you didn't have it, but just had kind of a a womp out. Yours is the longest reaction I've ever heard to the vaccination. Yeah, it was quite a while. I about three hours after the shot started feeling crappy. It went for about. 36 hours i was feeling okay by the next night but i still felt sick but when i woke up saturday morning it was like it was like singing that brady bun song let's all go for a walk outside now (laughs) summer sun's calling my name name. that's how i I felt and did you Uh, i did i went out for a walk took my dog out for a walk and just like and and i did a few twists looking up at the sun (laughs) with my arms out now, uh, did your wife get vaccinated at the same time, and what was her same experience? Day. She had nothing. I think I think she looked over me and thought, "You're just faking it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she sees the list of things that she wants you to do that day, and you see it too, and you're like, "Boy, oh, I'm not, I'm I not. sure got sick." Oh, <laughs> I haven't yet been vaccinated, Kyle. You have, correct? I have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't done it yet, and I'm of the feeling that I could probably walk in and or set an appointment at this point. But I'm trying to find the perfect day that I don't want to go to work because I I just am not going to go to work that day because it doesn't count as a sick leave day or a paid time off day. So I want to find yeah. the right day that I don't want to go to work and then get the shot the day before. So I'm sort of working the system as far as that goes. But that, you know, that should be probably in the next 10 days or so. Do you have it set up then? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. So I work in Utah County, which doesn't believe in the vaccination. So anecdotally, <laughs> from from people that I've been talking to, uh, like being able to walk in on any day at any place to get an appointment in Utah County, it's just as simple as that. So I just, oh, cool. I, I, it really is the only, and this is dumb and people will come after me for it. The only reason I have not yet been vaccinated, one, because I wanted to make sure that everyone who really wanted it had the opportunity, you know, like the really, really, because I'd already had the virus, so I have some antibodies within me. Uh, that was one part of it. But then, too, I just haven't figured out the day I don't want to go to work. So once I once I look at the calendar, take a good, long, hard look at that, boom, I'm out. Got to pick a meeting day, something that I can get out of those for, you know, 
I'll, I'll figure it out here in the next week. Uh, okay, are you ready for the story with parental warning? Oh, yeah, Probably. yes. I'm on the edge of my seat. All right. So if people do not know, listening to this show, they maybe think, oh, well, we know we, we know that Richie does podcasting stuff with folks or that he DJs weddings. Uh, but I also host, uh, co-host a radio show. It's called The Lisa Show. It is uh, on Sirius XM channel 143. It's on 107.9 in Salt Lake and surrounding areas, or you can find it on the BYU radio app. And the, the thrust of our show is basically we try and entertain, uh, we try and entertain, we try and um, provide upliftment, and we try and give information. Those are kind of the three pillars of what our show is. And so we get a lot of people on the show whom are authors, right? Authors of a blog, authors of a book. Uh, they've, they've put something together and they use our show to not only be, be able to tell people about that particular um, subject which they've written, um, but also be able to tell ab about the book or the, you know, whatever people can purchase itself. And so the other day, um, we found ourselves in this situation. Now, with uh, I'll set the stage like this. With uh, shows available in podcast form, if Kyle were for some reason to say the F word right now, I could, because it is available in podcast form, edit it out and no one would know, right? I would just say, I'm going to go ahead and edit that out. Yeah. But when you're working in the element of live radio, uh, two things occur. One, uh, either it's not actually live and you think it is, but the radio station just makes it sound like it's live, or it is live. And what I would say 99.5% of the radio stations have is what's called a dump button. Essentially, what a dump button does is if you know if you've ever been on a Zoom call and the person goes a little garbly and then it sort of skips, you can tell a couple words, but your mind fills them in, and then you pick up, you know, that conversation a couple seconds later, and you're like, "Oh, that was weird," but I I'm able to follow it. That's what a dump button does. It takes it if someone says a swear on the air, you can hit that button. It eliminates it out so that the only ones that heard it are the people in the studio, and then you move along. Well, that's because there's a slight delay, right? Yes. A, yep. Yep. Even the most live of radio, because of, you know, to, from here to the satellite, the blah, 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 there's anywhere between like a four and 10 second delay. So uh, we were doing a show um, the other day, and I'll only say the name of this book um, the one time so that people know what it is. It's it's a woman, and, and a lot of the stuff that we do on The Lisa Show is geared towards women. I say it's accessible to everyone, but it's certainly geared towards women. The name of her book is How to Be a Boss, Not a Bitch. And, okay. you know, there's sort of a popular trend right now to have some sort of cursory word in your title because then people go, yeah, that speaks yeah. to me. That's edgy or, you know, distinguishes them, whatever. Gives you a character of what the book would be like. So this woman is on the air with us and she says, well, you know, it's what I wrote about in the title of my book and then says, or, you know, and then says the title of her book. And the three of us, that is the person who runs the board on the show, myself and Lisa, we all look at each other and we go, curse word that now for the FCC would be fine, right? They wouldn't want you to use it a bunch, but they, they talk about like the seven deadly sins of FCC radio. That's not one of them. So you could get away with it, but probably not, and actually certainly not on BYU radio. So we have this sort of panic moment, and then we're like, we need to hit the, but the dump button and dump this out. So in our studio, there is a comically large red button. And in my mind... 
because that's how it was in my old commercial radio station. In my mind, that red button is the dump button. We hit the red button, it'll dump out the audio and we move along. And so, you know, the person running the board, she's a little bit younger, maybe a little scared to do it or didn't know how to do it or whatever. And I said, I got this. And I hit the big red button. And as soon as I hit the big red button, the light, like the emergency earthquake light in our building, starts flashing, like strobing in our build in our room. And beyond that, beyond the broadcast studio, into the production studio next door, into the main hallway, and the whole building at, at, at this broadcast house, right? And we're like, oh, okay, well, that's sort of inconvenient because that light is distracting. That clearly is not the dump button. But okay, let's. And you move. missed the whole. You missed the delay at that point. Yeah, and at that point, yeah, it's gone out. We're able to edit it out of a replay and edit it out of what we make available in podcast form. But we're, you know, so we go ahead and edit it. Well, we keep talking, thinking, okay, well, we've just, I've just triggered a blue light or whatever. About two minutes after that, uh, we get. Uh, sort of a knock on our studio door. Now we're live on the air. And what we've done in the interim is we sort of finished out our question with that lady. We put her on hold. One of our producers got on and said, listen, we probably should have told you this, but we didn't. We need to make sure that we don't mention the title of your book because as a sewer and this is who we work for and all these things. Right. But two minutes after I hit that button, there's a, a gentleman. And by gentleman, I mean police officer in full SWAT tactical de- gear <laughs> at the door to our on-air studio because what I didn't know is that that red button is the armed intruder alert button (laughs) that 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 calls on the police and the (laughs) campus security and that's even better than what I was thinking I was thinking fire and automatically locks down with so that people can't navigate the room the the building without a uh, even with the pass it locks down all of the doors so that even with the pass you can't get from certain place to certain place it just locks it down so everyone's stuck in the building so, and you're off just talking yeah and we're just continuing to do the show the the guy in full flat gear looks through the window at us and we're like no we're good see it was just, you know like we're trying to trying to mouth well, see, she said a swear, so we hit the button. Sorry, we didn't know what the button did. And uh, he's like, oh, okay. And then at an opportunity we had, they came in and they were able to reset the button. Well, was that all that that would be? No, of course not. What happens is is there's one there's one um, woman who's essentially in charge of all of the building. She's like the, the person in charge of the HR for the building and the facilities of the building and all this stuff. And she comes in after the show is over and she's like well, do you guys recognize what happened? And we're like, yeah, we, I mean, we found out. We, we saw real quick. And she's like, I have to tell you, thank you, though. And we're like, what? And she's like, this made my morning so much more exciting than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and we're like, oh, oh, oh yeah, n- no worries. That's what we aim to do. We just aim to make your morning more exciting. So, you know, knowing that there were a lot of things, I had the conversation where it's like, hey, we probably shouldn't do titles like this on the show afterwards. We have the meetings with the boss. And then my very favorite uh, thing that I found out within the meeting is we don't even have a dump button anymore. <laughs> they they just have removed it. Whoa. There's not there's not a way. So it is the edgiest, and I don't mean edgiest by content, but I know very few radio stations who would not have a dump button and take live people on the air, they said, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get that reinstated. We'll get, yeah, we'll get especially that you guys. Because yeah, that was hey. my question the whole time. 
Did you ever find the dump yeah. button? But there's not one there. When like. and this just happened yesterday. When I went in the studio today, there's a little red button or a little red piece of paper right next to the button that says emergency do not press <laughs> like 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 just like not like a hey this is the armed intruder alert or like you know anything like just, that it's just, just don't this, press this yeah There's just no reason just, to press don't, this don't press it's not you're the lisa show you yeah. don't need to press this, this, this is not the button which you think it is do not press this <laughs> anyway so uh i hope so that what so did you guys just so people listening could they even tell what was going on or no, were you just kind of nope, like nope awesome well, well and the other thing is professionals because, because because i'm surrounded by people who may or may not swear like the other two when she said the title of the book they kind of like froze in their tracks and i was like what happened that if you froze in your oh oh you know that it took me that extra beat and then i was like oh yeah yeah no that probably shouldn't go out they felt like we took care of it, you know, in a professional way. And it certainly wasn't like she was calling someone that or, you know, there are a lot worse words, like we said. But but it was definitely a time that I will remember uh, for a bit as as I hit the armed intruder button. I think you should put in the show notes the 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 actual time. So someone could go listen to the Lisa show. And even though they can't tell what's going on, they know that they're from this time to this time. Yep. There was a cop standing outside yep. your thing. And yet Richie just kind of kept kept going. Didn't care. Got the gun drawn. You guys okay? Are we good? Are we good? <laughs> Can we do this? Are we good? You need me to come in? Wink wink twice if everything's okay. Yeah, you should that. you should have pointed at least someone. <laughs> tragedy to today. <laughs> All right, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll do the second half of Articles of News. Hey, this is Dan, the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. Friends, I know a lot of you guys and girls are working from home. So here's some tips for making sure your computer's ready for working at home, because if your computer fails, it's going to be really hard to get it fixed because of dwindling supply and parts. But we have parts right now, and we have a limited supply of new computers available for you. Make sure your computer is healthy and virus and malware-free. Hackers are trying to infect people and stealing their information during these challenging times. We'll scan the health of your computer for viruses and malware, plus scan your hard drive, memory, and components to make sure you don't have any failing parts. You want to make sure you have strong antivirus and malware protection software as well. Just get into any PC laptops and we'll check your hardware and your software and scan your computer for viruses for absolutely free. Just go to PCLaptops.com. At PC Laptops, we've been serving you for over 28 years, and we've got your back during these times of need. We're all in this together, so just go to PCLaptops.com, and we'll get you taken care of. Let me take a brief moment to tell you about Best DJ in Utah. It's bestdjinutah.com. In addition to doing this here show, I often find myself playing music for uh, company parties or uh, for you know community events. You can also find me playing music for weddings. And the way that you get in touch with me, if you would like to have me at your wedding bestdjinutah.com. I've done several for Friends of the Hall, uh, those lifers or converts who listen to the show and think, man, he does great there on the show. I'd love to have him DJ the wedding. Uh, it's bestdjinutah.com. Now, you're thinking, bestdjinutah.com, did he just buy the domain and that's it? Well, kind of, but also I am the highest and most reviewed DJ in the state of Utah. How about that? bestdjinutah.com. 
Imagine running a small business today. It's challenging. Imaging and internet presence is an absolute must. Even with that, you're still a small star in a bright cyber universe. Now, imagine you have someone who understands how to get your site designed for your talents and then easily searched by potential clients. Imagine Lennon Design. Whether it's strictly a website or a whole package of logo creation, advertising media, and promotional materials, Lennon Design is your partner in business. They'll test the boundaries of their imagination to create something unique for you. When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit LennonDesign.com. All right. Here in the second half of Articles of News, we'll talk about it, but don't forget, we are uh, live tweeting all of the sessions of General Conference this very weekend. So please follow us on Twitter. Even if you're not on Twitter the rest of the year, it is worth it for those four days, those two general conferences to follow at the cultural hall. As you can hear the various uh, folks within the hall tweet their perceptions and their spiritual inspirations and their observations and all the things. Follow us on Twitter at the cultural hall. Let's hit it, Peter. You can't lose articles of news. And let's actually start there. General conference predictions. Anything that you guys have or that you've culled together from online? I sort of put it out. I know you did as well, Andrew. Yeah, so I'll, I, I've got to give you mine. I have three. that are, These are mine. Okay. First of all, El, Elder Hoax will explain. Elder Hoax. <laughs> okay, that's an Etno. Elder Oak <laughs> will explain some doctrine very clearly. Okay. I'm calling it. And Elder Holland will make me cry. I can guarantee that. Okay. And then I will fall asleep in the middle of a talk that I didn't realize was awesome until later when I read it or hear about someone else talk about it. Those three things will happen. Okay. So you're not going to go on a limb to be like, I'm predicting that they'll <laughs> say this and change this. You're going all with, you're going for the, the sure bet. I like that. So let me read some from uh, on Twitter. So the Twitter show at Minerva Murals, uh, uh, based on the name, it's very... It says reinstatement of church art missions. Uh, that would be cool. That oh, yeah. Fun. Yeah. Uh, permanent streaming of sacrament meeting by at Ballard Elder. Um, I want to be a door one says beards are back. Brigham style. OK, I think that's already been the Ooh. case, actually. For yeah, a while. but not officially and still but not, not a, at BYU. Yeah, you need to be able to do it at state president and bishop level. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, a temple in Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, um, <laughs> RMTKM Bowerman uh, said that. And he also said no more weddings in temples to ceilings. I think that's a very, that, that will, ha- might, that'll probably happen. I don't know if it'll happen at this general conference, but I, I think that will happen eventually. Yeah. The, fir- um, the first step with that, just so people that don't know, there are some countries where you have to get married civilly before you can get mm-hmm. sealed together in the temple. And so when there was that disparity between waiting a year if you got married civilly and before you could get sealed in the temple, there were some places where you could get married civilly and then sealed the next day, depending on the country that you lived in. And I agree with you. I think that the that the marriage itself will occur civilly, will move it out mm-hmm. of the temples, and that will start to be sealing only. Do I see it this time? I, uh, mm. You know what? Just for being a contrarian, yeah, I think they'll announce that this time. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it'll still be a year or so away or maybe a while, but I think it'll eventually happen. I don't think it'll be announced at General Conference. I think it'll just show up in an updated version of the handbook. Okay. It'll just like, it'll just happen. Um, there's a, there's one that says four-hour church for the next year to make up for all the lost in-person <laughs> meetings. And I hate at close for saying that. So I don't hate. 
Um, someone else said um, at MJSO and so and so MJ so and so whoever that is uh-huh. um, uh, said Elders Quorum Fight Club, which the response back from Nessa B um, was, isn't that just called church ball? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, and, um, and the second level of that is obviously if there is that type of thing, you can't talk about it because it's fight. That's club. right. You, yeah. yeah, it's just it's fight clubs. So yeah. You can't talk talk yeah. about church ball. Yeah. A new area mission for the Mars by on Mars for RN Mama two three and then um, the one guy who decided he needed to be that guy he said uh, J L Conlin said I hate to be a downer but I predict nothing spectacular just good old fashioned wisdom and guidance huh. come on we're just having fun yeah yeah so <laughs> we I know that's true so so I posted in a uh, an online group of of uh, folks both active and inactive and former member and current member and um most of those people I predict it will be boring as usual oh. I predict I won't watch it I predict the old men who don't know what we're, you know, it's a, it's a lot of that to which I posted, Hey, when I'm throwing a party next, make sure I invite all you guys. <laughs> you guys are fun. <laughs> yeah. you guys, Thanks for playing our fun game with us. Uh, there is a few people that feel like it. We won't hear anything of note. Uh, my speculations uh, are as follows. I'm saying uh, I'll go on the record. I'll say two Utah temples will be announced. I think that you'll get a uh, Hebrew. I think Austin Temple. I'm hoping. hoping oh hoping. yeah, Austin, Austin, yeah, Texas. Yeah. Okay. Now, would you would you allow another Texas if Austin gets one, or would you be it like say as if, long as Austin got one? Okay, I'd be fine with another one. But if another Texas got one, I'd be pretty upset. And yep. I might leave the church. Okay. I'm just <laughs> I'm just uh, yeah, Austin. I think we speculated last time about getting one. I could see maybe uh, the uh, there's one in Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. Dallas, San Antonio, uh, Houston. Then they announced one in Corpus Christi, and it seems like there's an or near Corpus Christi, and there's someone another one. Um, and I can't uh, Lubbock. Okay, I think it's Lubbock. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. And I, I, so I know that a lot of people think of the Dallas Fort Worth area. Do you think mm-hmm. that there's want or reason to put one on the other side of that? Yeah, area? Yeah, there's there's a large Mormon com- community there, and I think the Dallas Temple, from what I understand, is is getting to capacity. So there, there is a chance that you might see something yeah. um, there. But. Interesting. Okay. So uh, my Utah calls are going to be, I'm going to say a um, Providence, which if people don't know where that is, that is kind of the north end of Cache Valley. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, it's just outside of Logan, but it's where the Cache Valley is sort of growing. So I'm going to say Providence for Utah. Uh, for the northern Utah and for the middle of the Utah, I'm gonna say Midway, not Heber, but I'm gonna I want points if they put it anywhere in the Heber Valley. Those are my mm. two Utah temples. What predictions do you have, Brother Kyle? For the temples? Uh, no, or just general conference doesn't have to be temples. Uh, prediction that uh, they will be changing how we do church. So not only just blocks, okay, but more online, more Zoom more things like thing, things of that nature so not in person and and changing kind of how we block that together okay okay and on a permanent basis yeah not just for covid but yeah for from here on out i, I do think that there is likely going to be something whether it's this conference or another there the primary program 
kind of everything else has been changed over Ooh. the last few years. Ooh, okay. I think the primary program is due for uh, a, a, a significant change. I don't know what that looks like, but I think a significant change. Oh, mm. I like that. I like that speculation. Other things that I'll say, I think that, let me think, do I want to throw this out for this conference? Yeah, sure. Why not? I think that we're going to see the length of time that people serve missions change, that there will be the opportunity to serve uh, one year missions. And as a youth, you know, you can still serve up to two years. I th- so what I'm saying, I guess, is there will be options as to how long you can serve. So you can go and serve a one-year mission as a youth, uh, an 18-month or a two years. So that expands the length of time that sisters can serve and reduces the amount of time that elders can serve and elders and sisters if they opt for the one year and that they incorporate service into part of missionary work. I think, I think they should do it like airline miles. So you should be able to do it. You should go be able to go go for two weeks for a while sure. and then bank them all up for yep. a while. And then eventually you, 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 you get the two years. Yep. I, I don't think that, but <laughs> I, I do think it's an opportunity uh, to, for, for that to be able to change. And I feel very strongly that this is the general conference where we're going to hear from President Nelson or other folks about how we're removing, not removing, but we won't be placing any more Moronis on the Ooh. temples that were announced after the we are no longer Mormon uh, people. I just want to be a contrarian just because I, I want to see Richard Richie not get what I want, but he wants. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's real. That, that's real. They aren't putting the Moroni's on there. And we had that episode a little while back where we talked all about it and, and suss out the research. So I, I feel confident in that declaration. I just am thinking this will finally be the general conference that we get some um, some word about it. So. Well, that's why I put on that picture of the of the one on the Pocatello Temple, mm-hmm. which was I was right by the Pocatello Temple getting my Fiero, uh-huh. and uh, it's from heaven to heck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I saw the Angel Monument; they had just put them up, and so I thought, oh, I got to show Richie. Yep. He's wrong. Yep. At least where they can, they're going to put them up. Nope. I'm telling you what, that's not the case. Now that temple had. Uh, what, the Pocatello, I think, had been announced before President Nelson said, no more uh, Mormons, we are Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So I think that's how that's grandfathered in. So that's your, that's your line, the yeah. moment he yep. said that? From, yep. Okay. Yeah, Any, that. Anything that's announced after that general conference will not have a Moroni. And up to this point, that's accurate. The bigger question is when the, uh, when the temple is completely restored, like in Salt Lake or... Um, I don't think St. George had a, uh, a an angel Moroni on the top, but will they put it back on? I think yes, because it's too iconic. But I could also see them saying, nope, we're not doing that. Forget it. Do you think visitor centers uh, are more likely to have the Christus statue? I know they usually do have a, like, a small version of it uh-huh. somewhere, uh-huh. but a larger version of the Christmas Christus, Christmas statue. Christus statue. I'm having a hard time speaking today. Yeah, yeah. Elder Hoax and Elder... And, El- and Elder Christmas Hoax and the Christmas statue. <laughs> Um, that's your. That's the title of your next book. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. And the Christmas statue. Okay. Well, now I don't even know what I was talking about. But yeah, no. Uh, do, I, do you think that there you're going to start seeing those more, especially since it's kind of become the uh, the logo of the church now? Yes, I I think that you saw them a lot already in visitor centers that could be big enough to have a Christmas statue. But even if they don't have the full like you know, North Visitor Center on Salt Lake Temple grounds, 
uh, Christus, you know, the Eternities Room or Celestial Room or whatever it was called there in the Visitor Center. I think that you will see the Christus within any of our of our places where people from outside come in. I think that makes sense because I think a lot of, of outsiders, they think how beautiful the building is, but they don't know who Moroni is. Right. And without something like a Christus statue somewhere on where they where they're going to see it, the visitor center or whatever, they miss it. They don't. It's church. They don't. They don't understand exactly what we're we're doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's fair. I would agree with it. Uh, any other conference predictions that we should make before we move along? Nope. Nope. All right. Who wants to take the first news story? I'll do it because it kind of runs into it. Um, church announced its uh, new. 2021 Easter initiative called starting today, hashtag starting today. Mm -hmm. So for Easter week, um, it has started its annual um, program or campaign. And here's a quote from it. So the way I wrote it was um, uh, there's a whole jello ton of alliteration in it. (laughs) (laughs) So starting, it says starting today, we can restart, reboot, relook at our lives. We can reevaluate, reassess, reexamine everything in life starting today. And so then I say, I like how the campaign reframes, reimagines, and reboots the word repent. See, I can do it too. Yeah. So it's hashtag starting today. So what? Yeah. If we if we make changes, we use the hashtag starting today? Yeah, it's to kind of promote that starting today, you're going to do something new. Starting today, I'm going to read the Book of Mormon. Mm. Starting today, I'm going to be a better person. Or starting today, whatever, fill in the blank, right? Mm. Mm. I like that. Starting, starting today, I'm going to start using the hashtag starting today. Yeah. There you go. That might be a little inception-y. Uh, it's worth plugging right here, though. Friday's episode, uh, that is Good Friday, the Friday before General Conference. Uh, you will get a special release episode with John Hilton III. He's one of the professors. We've had him on before. Uh, he and I get together and we talk about um, the significance of Holy Week. Uh, which we are now currently in the thrust of. Uh, we talk a lot about Good Friday. We talk about how to celebrate the Saturday of Holy Week, which I think he has an interesting perspective. And then, of course, as we lean into Sunday. Uh, also, another programming note, we're going to have a special episode this coming Wednesday in preparation for a conference. We visit with um, Whitney Johnson, who is the Uh, Associate Athletic Director for Race, Diversity, and Inclusion at BYU. It's a brand new position, and she gives us an idea of what's going on with uh, diversity, race, and inclusion at BYU. And it it is a great episode, and she is amazing. So uh, be sure you subscribe to the Cultural Hall because that will drop Wednesday, and you'll be able to get that as soon as it it comes in. Speaking, I guess, of athletics and NCAA, I don't think we mentioned this, Kyle, and you'll have to correct me. Uh, Former NBA player Sean Bradley. Uh, paralyzed. He was in a, a bicycle yeah. accident back in January um, where there was some hope that he would not, in fact, be paralyzed. For people who don't know Sean ba- Bradley, uh, he played um, for the Dallas Mavericks, and I think he also played for the 76ers for a hot minute. He is just ridiculously tall. He's from the middle of the state of Utah, small town, Emory. Um, and he was in Space Jam. Yeah, and he was in Space <laughs> Yeah. Was he? Yes. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Totally was. Yep. <laughs> Seven foot. There's a scene where he's in the, the psychiatrist chair and he talks about going on a mission. Yeah. <laughs> Seven seven foot six. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. Go watch Space Jam. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna watch that. Seven one. foot six makes him the second tallest basketball player ever to have played in the National Basketball Association. I'm not sure who the f- tallest one is. People are probably screaming. Is it Manu- Kimbe Motumbo? Was it? Do you I know believe. that for sure? Or uh, no? Uh, who was or, the uh, or Manute Bowl? Or uh, now I the, can't. 
the gentleman from China. Oh, you're uh, yeah, yeah. I I'll think, look, I'll look it up here in a second. Uh, his name's on the tip of my tongue, but yeah. Um, but he uh, that is Sean Bradley uh, served a mission in Australia. Was in Space Jam, as Mr. Mayor indicates, and now. Uh, it looks after some surgeries that did not go the way that they had hoped. It looks as though he will, in fact, be paralyzed. It's uh, actually Gorge Marison. I don't know the guy how to pronounce that. Um, how tall was uh, he? Uh, it does. He's the tallest. How? Uh, well, I just looked up the tallest. I don't know. All right, did... seven foot, <laughs> seven foot taller than six. All right, uh, Kyle, what do you have? Uh, so we talked, I think, last week or a couple weeks ago about David New, David Duchovny's new new uh, novel. It's called Truly Like Lightning. And what it is, he's uh, a guy who converts. He's an ex-Hollywood stuntman. He converts to Mormonism, like old school Mormonism, takes three wives, a bunch of kids, lives off the grid. Well, he's made it into a movie and he's play, playing the Mormon. Cool. So he's going to be. Well, he's not a Mormon because he has three wives. Well, but, sure. Old and olden days Mormon, you know. So yeah, so he'll play as that part, and so he had to learn a lot about Mormons. But even bad press is good press, right, Kyle? Exactly. <laughs> uh, a a couple uh, just sort of pickup stories as we make our way through this. Uh, there's crazy amounts of flooding in Hawaii. Uh, the uh, Polynesian Cultural Center, which I know a lot of people will make the pilgrimage to on the island of uh, Oahu, there on the north side in Laie. Uh, just crazy amounts of flooding, both at BYU Hawaii and the Polynesian <coughs> Cultural Center. Uh, damages into the hundreds of thousands. They Now, a lot of people aren't in school and attending in person, obviously, because of the virus. So um, not as much of a threat for people... Um, as, as far as their lives go, but certainly as far as their livelihood goes, uh, they'll, they have begun to clean it up and it will take several weeks before they get everything back to completely how it was, um, before. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. And they're actually all through Hawaii, lots of, um, different things of, of, of flooding. Um, so I can imagine some, um, LDS, uh, uh, couple very angry because it ruins their, their vacation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Although, <laughs> although if you're going to have a time when it floods, the time is now because up until just very recently, Hawaii was super strict about how and who they let onto the island, uh, oh, what, what with the COVID and everything. Uh, a couple other just kind of quick stories. A group that defends the beliefs of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from critical attacks on the Internet has changed its name and altered its direction. Fair Mormon is dropping the word Mormon from its name and changing its URL to fairlatterdaysaints.org. That's not all. The group also gave its acronym a new meaning. FAIR now stands for Faithful Answers Informed Response. Uh, President Scott Gordon said the group struggled to determine what to do after President Nelson said, Let's not use Mormon anymore! Uh, being faithful members, we wanted to comply, uh, so we needed to find another name that worked. We really struggled. Uh, remember, we are the same group that came up with the first name that nobody understood. So uh, originally it stood for Foundation for Apologetic Information and Research. And everyone always thinks apologies. What are they saying apology for? And that's not what an apologetic is. But along with this, and we reported this a couple of months ago, these videos about... Uh, these, the snarky videos. Yeah, the, the snarky videos with Kwaku and and some other yeah. folks, that, you know, well, the dumb people believe, you know, that sort of condescending thing. They took those videos down. 
And um, I think more content is coming down that way. They're they're trying to focus their content to be in the more positive side of things, more on the the true apologetic side of things, as opposed to in the like. <laughs> it's one to fun to be in defense of the church. <laughs> Another one's it's to be to defensive, yes. right? And they they they're most of what they did is very much in defensive uh, in defense of very good stuff on Fair Mormon. But then you'd come across those articles that were like, okay. Yeah. What are we doing here? What guys, guys, come on. What this, these things anyway. So make a, make a change in your browser. It's fair latter day saints.org no longer fair Mormon. And in your brain think, Oh, it doesn't stand for what it used to stand for, but still the same great content. Uh, and then finally this Wesley Mangum, a senior in high school has made an app called mission guessing game. Can you guys, uh, speculate as to what this app does? I think it helps you guess someone's mission. Yes. So if you have a missionary that's going out, you can say Elder Kyle Brown, and then people can you can send that uh, to people, and then they can make their guess as to where he will serve his six-week mission. And then uh, you know, it can... so it re- it'll save a lot of paper from a lot of sticky notes. Yes. Um, on there, <laughs> all these yeah. on the big wall map. Now you don't have to yeah. do any of that. And people that live elsewhere can participate because that's how every family does it. You guys did that too, Andrew? No, no one did that when I was, but they, you know, other people I know and associated with you. You know, when I got my mission call, no one cared. I walked into my parents' room and I opened it up and that was about it. <laughs> but that was in 1993. So no one did that back then. I was, I was hoping that it was uh, a thing that it guessed you could put in your name and your girlfriend's name. It would tell you whether or not she'd still be there when you got back. <laughs> that, that would be the perfect app. We need to write that app, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 for it, and just for a quick modification on that game, the answer is always no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will she wait? Or if the answer is yes, it's you're you're no longer interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did wait, but you don't care anymore. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, and then finally, this this is, is more a thing that you need to check out. I'm going to try and reach out and and get this uh, this person on the show. Her name is Callianne Barnett. Uh, she is Dwayne Wade, which I loved when I shared this on the Cultural Hall on Facebook. People went, who? Uh, Dwayne Wade's stylist. Uh, he, he's a basketball all-star, Dwayne Wade. Anyway, she, uh, she has been reading the Book of Mormon and has since joined the church. Uh, so, oh. so it's a pretty cool story. There's a video associated. Uh, it also is a story a little bit as she comes to understand more about how the church has been over its history in its dealings with race. So I think it's pretty important as it sort of talks and discusses around that. So check that out. It's Callianne, maybe Callianne Barnett, Dwayne Wade stylist. What do you have, uh, Mr. Mayor? American Idol has had its fair of LDS contestants. So some of them, Carmen Rasmussen, Mm -hmm. JPL, John Peter Lewis, Brooke White, and Mr. David Archuleta. But in the current season, the show will now feature not one, not two, but eight LDS contestants. So tell me if some of these are, quote, (laughs) Mormon, unquote, sounding names. Mm -hmm. Leahona and Ammon? (laughs) Elian? I don't know. Abby LeBaron, mm-hmm. Benson Boone, Sade, I'm sure that's what it is, Sade Frame, um, Grayson, Grayson is spelled with a Y, G-R-A-Y-S-O-N. Of course. And, and Lizzie Overy and Cross Mathis. Those, these are the new math. Um, now, I'm yeah. not sure about Leah Hona and Ammon. 
no, that doesn't sound very Mormon to me at all. Yeah, no. So, (laughs) so I don't think that all of those are still on. I think that's who started out the season. Yeah. I know that some of those individuals have been eliminated, but the the thing that like I know I I I don't the thing that that strikes me though is I just I am fascinated that that show is still on. Like I thought, oh yeah, I thought we would have maybe been like, okay, maybe we're over it. But I guess we like to root for the underdog, and we always like to recognize different talents, and you know all those things. What so. I'm glad they don't do anymore, even though they do still show some of the bad ones. They don't have the full episode where they just basically make fun of people who can't sing. Yes. Oh, they that don't? Real, no, they used to do that. And that was really yeah. mean-spirited. That's the I, only time I would watch. Now I feel <laughs> terrible. <laughs> well, at least I don't think they do. Maybe, but again, I haven't watched it in years. So I think my wife loves The Voice. Mm-hmm. And the times I watch that, I think that's a better format. But that's my... That's I, I saw this particularly hilarious meme the other day, sort of church-focused. It might have been one that we shared uh, on the Cultural Hall's Facebook page. I'm, I'm pretty sure Robin, who does our daily post of the day, shared it. It's one person uh, standing on the stage like they do on The Voice, and you know how it's the four chairs, and people have to ring, and then they turn around and try and get them to join their team, like their group, and be trained by them or whatever. Uh, the, the meme essentially explained it like when a new really active person moves into your ward those are the four different auxiliaries trying to get them to serve in a calling in their particular group right so the bishopric is one got him for ctr yeah. five yeah. teacher yeah right no primary sunday school <laughs> relief society are all like, to- come on ward mi- new ward missionary yep 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 so i thought that was funny uh and then uh just to kind of piggyback on that temples are continuing to reopen in different phases there's a 2B and a 3C and a, you know, no temples are completely back in four, like operating how they used to be. But I'm telling you what, I think that we will have 75% of temples operating as they were pre-pandemic by October General Conference. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Although I still think, I still feel very strongly that you will see... I. I want to I want to uh, because of the response of the vaccinations and everything I'm going to push that you know I had originally said that we were going to do it in the tabernacle on uh Temple Square for the October General Conference that we would open it up and kind of do it that way. I think we'll be back in the conference center, but I'm going to say the church will hedge its bets and do 25% capacity. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. 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 So that's 5 or 6,000 I think. Um, I'll just be the contrarian on your whole Moroni thing. Okay. I'll I'll be good on that one. Okay. Okay. Uh, What other stories do we have, Kyle? I got one more. Uh, Dan Reynolds, front man, he's a singer for Mm -hmm. the Imagine Dragons. Previous previous guest of the Cultural Hall. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, He's donating his childhood home in Las Vegas to Encircle. It's a Utah-born nonprofit uh, that provides resources to LGBTQ youths. Wow, that's pretty amazing. That's cool. Yeah. He just said he woke up one morning, had this dream, didn't even recall it exactly. He told his wife. She says, yeah, that's awesome. Let's do it. Wow, that's that's really awesome. So I'm guessing then that his parents were fine with it and he owned it or purchased it from them? Yeah, or, he, yeah. he owned the home. Uh, he, he also, you know, this is a cause that he's been behind. He's been uh, a real advocate. Uh, he launched the uh, Love Loud fundraising concert. Uh, for this charity. And uh, he's also worked with uh, Tim Cook, uh, Ryan Smith, the new uh, Utah jazz owner, um, also fellow Latter-day Saint. 
Um, so all, all kind of in this program together. But yeah, this is the latest thing he has done. Awesome. That's pretty cool. What do you got, Mr. Mayor? Last thing I have is uh, tech news. So there's a new feature that lets parents manage their children's online church accounts. They don't need to, they can do everything from, they can help them create account, reset reset the password. And it, it now, it, if you have a, a child under 18, you should have that already in your account. You should be able to go there and actually see that today. I would be interested to see if that's actually the case. So respond back on Twitter or Facebook and we'll be watching if, you, if you're actually seeing that because I'm that's kind of a cool thing. I'm sure parents have been looking forward to that. And you can always email us at contact at theculturalhall.com if that works easier for you as well. couple things. People have been uh, real upset, and, and, and justifiably so, I think, about the murals in the Salt Lake and Manti Temple. Catching you up, if you aren't familiar with this story, uh, because of the renovations that are occurring, um, the church announced that, hey, uh, first of all, a, a lot of this original mural work is going to be taken down, taken out, and not sort of saved to be able to change around the interior of the temples. And part of that is because they want to, if you're unfamiliar with this, in the Manti and Salt Lake Temple, when you do a temple service, you actually get up and move as part of your endowment session. That is not like that anywhere else in the church. So there are different rooms that we'd go to that would be symbolic. And um, within each of those rooms, they were sort of painted uh, differently based on what that room's significance was. Well... Um, they, because they're changing it, because they're going to make no longer live sessions available to people, they want to be able to have the video screens to be able to serve people in more than lang- one language. Because if you go to the live session in Salt Lake or Manti, it's English only, an occasional Spanish I've heard, but anyone that has a language of any other type could not do it. And I think that the Temple video is available in like 80 plus languages. Um, they were trying to make it more available, said, hey, we're going to take down these murals. Uh, people that felt really passionate about it, one of them in particular, Nylon McBain, a former guest of the Cultural Hall, uh, wrote an article that said, this is violence against our past. A lot of people responded to that as we shared that article on our our Facebook page, just saying, hey, you know what? We're a a billion dollar organization, a billion dollars several times over. What would it cost? Why can't we save it? And it just sort of rested there for a little bit. As I understand it most recently, uh, the church is open to hearing from people. And I'll leave a link to this in our show notes. Um, If you feel passionately about the murals being on display in the future, um, you can send an email or what the art feels uh, and means to you, you can share sort of your feedback, and they've opened up a way for people to be able to communicate that. But but it, so a couple things around it. One, as I understand it, the murals that were in the um, in the Salt Lake Temple had sort of been repainted. They weren't the originals um, that that we thought that they were. Not that they were being deceptive or anything like that. They were painted to look like the originals, but they had long since sort of worn out, worn away, and had been repainted. So that was the Salt Lake Temple. Um, but the ones in the Manti Temple, painted by an individual named Minerva Tykert, um, who had been sent away on behalf of the church to learn um, from art institutes and, and art schools, and then to be able to come back and paint all these things. And so when people said, yeah, we're just going to crumble walls and, and these things are going away, they took a lot of umbrage with that. Uh, It sounds like now not all of those murals are even still going to be saved, but that portions of them 
um, will be saved. And so the thought is, where will they be made available? Where will people be able to see them? Is it the Visitor Center down in Manti and Salt Lake, respectively? Is it uh, the Church History Museum that's there by the Temple Block in downtown Salt Lake? People don't know, but they certainly... um, they feel like at least that their voices were heard saying, hey, wait a minute, why are we taking this art down? But for some people, the fact that they had to even speak up, it makes them go, wait, guys, what, why are we missing this? Why do we need to tear these things down? A good example of 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 uh, the detriment that this can be is for people that have ever worshipped in the Logan Temple. The Logan Temple was like Salt Lake and Manti, uh, but when they did the revamp there, they completely gutted it and took most if not all of anything that was historically interesting out of it and sort of just updated it. And a lot of people feel like there was some real rich heritage that was lost. So that's it's sort- so hard when, when that heritage is tied to the actual form and function of the building itself. Right. right. Uh, man, I, I, I feel for both sides of this. I, 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 you want the progress, you want to be able to move into the new century, but you, you don't want to destroy the past like that. I, I was heartened to read um, the church has hired a lot of, of of professional art restorers in their process of trying to save this. I don't know if that means we're going to have more or less of what, what we can do, because they might look at it and go, you know what, this is all plaster. We can't save this. You know, I have no idea what that might look like, but it it is interesting that the church has spent the money to get the right advice mm-hmm. it seems it seems anyway it, w- it was also interesting and this is a future uh episode of the cultural hall we're going to get some folks that know about uh, these particular murals but it was interesting for me to learn if i understood correctly that these murals were painted onto a canvas and then adhered to the wall at least in manti and so their thought and or hope is they're going to be able to take those canvases Separate. off of the wall and be able to keep them that way so who knows Uh, Other interesting things that are with that Salt Lake Temple change in particular, uh, we mentioned that the cafeteria will be gone. Uh, They will add a second baptistry, so doubling the capacity for baptisms for the dead in the Salt Lake Temple. The number of ceiling rooms will increase from 13 to 23. The largest rooms now will accommodate marriage parties up to 75 people, which is huge. Uh, Before, I think it was probably... I want to say the most I've ever seen is maybe 45 or 50. So in those big rooms, you have a lot of family, a lot of cultural heritage within the church. You want to have a lot of people there for when you're sealed. Uh, The capacity to do that is now increased. So that's too bad. That's like the cheapest, cheapest, most exclusive lunch in town. (laughs) The cafeteria? The cafeteria. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Although if you want a pro tip, if you're ever in... The, the Salt Lake area, maybe you come in from General Conference or you're visiting family. And, and I'm not joking about this. The cafeteria at the, and I don't know, the, I don't think you can go there now, obviously, because of COVID. Uh, I haven't been in a while. But um, the cafeteria at the Huntsman Cancer Institute, really delicious. Real good sandwiches, real good homemade chips at the Huntsman uh, Cancer Institute cafeteria. They got, a, they got a vegan menu up there? Yeah, 100% they do. Yeah. Right and real good. I don't eat that stuff, but yes, absolutely. From from what I understand, they got a real good. It's called bean, their salad bar, a bean burger, brother Kyle. <laughs> a real good bean burger. Just rounding out a couple of things, they have now announced the groundbreaking times for the Syracuse and Tooele temples here in the state of Utah, along with a lot of others. They have called volunteer advisors 
that are going to be participating with Area 70s, as these are women um, that will be serving under the direction of area presidencies for three to five years. These are female Relief Society young women and primary organization advisors. I hope uh, this signifies more of those. Yes. Throughout the, yeah, I hope the, this signifies more of that. There, there is no reason um, that there should not be more women th- in those sort of councils as we talk about the areas because, um, spoiler, both men and women live in all of the areas of the world. So to have only one side and one perspective, I think now opening up and having that. So people are wondering, oh, so is this essentially women's 70s? They're not called, obviously, to that office because... If you're unaware, the uh, the uh, the calling of a seventy is an office within the Melchizedek priesthood. But some of these, some slash all of these women, really amazing people, hoping to get at least one of them into the cultural hall because I don't think that they have this sort of ban on media interviews like apostles or area authorities would. So hopefully we can be able to visit with them, find out what they're calling and, and everything. Hey, like that maybe is... we can start having a president, two counselors, and two advisors. At yes. Every level. Uh, that, would be, that would be awesome. On a stake level, mm-hmm. on a ward level, on an area level, we're going to get crazy. It's not going to happen this conference, but maybe within, you know, it, it wouldn't be without our purview to have something like that within... Um, the quorum of the twelve apostles, not women who are apostles. Don't everyone get you know all twelve advisors all, all amped up? But yeah, why? I I don't. You know, know. they used to have a a uh something called a, an assistant to the prop uh, yes. the, the 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 apostles. Yeah, a third and... a third counselor in the uh, in mm-hmm. the uh, in the in the first presidency for sure. Yep. Possible. Anything is possible. We are the dreamers. We dream the dreams. Lastly, this. There was a survey that the church did with adults ages 18 to 35. Jana Reese writes about this, um, asking how people feel the church is doing. Things like, do you have concern that the church leaders do not support the LGBTQ LGBTQ community? Uh, Concerns about the LDS church's position on LGBTQ issues. Concerns about the family proclamation, and you could mark where your concern was. Um, Talked about the future of young single adult wards and whether or not people feel like they they serve a purpose. To which I'll add my final, as we wrap this thing out, my last conference prediction, you will no longer have mid-single adult wards. It will be this general conference where they will say there will be the young single adult wards, 18 to 30, and then after that, singles are encouraged to be with and serve in the ward that they would regularly attend. I kind of wonder if they even need them really yeah. outside of college. I can see college wards, but outside of that. Sure, sure. But they'll. I think they'll still have you know, like mid-single, uh, mid-single adult activities, but I don't mm-hmm. think that you'll have them worship as such. Yeah, you Where, could do it at a stake level or even a region level. Yep, yep, hundred percent. That we'll hear uh, that those will be abolished at this general conference on or before this general conference. Be sure you're following us at the Cultural Hall so you don't miss a single moment. We also do the wrap ups where we share some of our favorites from other people in the Twitterverse. Find us at the Cultural Hall wherever you socialize in your media. I hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body. I hope if you're sick or afflicted, you can be well and listen next week. And that if uh, you, that you will be able to go home in safety when the time comes. Perfect. Uh, Brother Kyle, you want to talk about how you're feeling now? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, we'll be saving a seat for you on the back row of the cultural, the cultural hall. hall. Save me a seat. It's sure to be neat on the back row. We read.